Welcome to Live Action Star Wars. I'm Ralph. I'm James. And today we are discussing episode five of Ahsoka, Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior, yeah. Cool title. Shadow Warrior. Um, and we're not doing it alone. And this is one of those episodes where I like to kind of sit back and enjoy the show <laughs> because our guest is Adam Frazier. Uh, uh, so I am currently uh, now sitting in a space with two of the most knowledgeable Star Wars people I know. Oh, I'm, uh, and... I'm humbled, but I don't think that's <laughs> true I mean, at all. I mean, I don't know like Alex from <laughs> Star Wars Explain. Oh. Uh, we need to get him in the room and Molly. Yeah, um, we've been trying, but every time we we want him on, it's it's it. I mean, I can't even imagine what those I, two are up to today after this episode of Ahsoka. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I'm still just impressed that Adam. When we asked you if you wanted to be on this season, you called your shot early, like before the she- season even started. I don't know what you'd heard, what whispers you'd heard, or anything, but you're like, I love episode five, please. Uh, and it was like, <laughs> yep, perfect, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know everything, um, going into last night, but I did know that it was kind of singled out as a, a major episode and it was going to be the quote unquote Anakin episode. So I was even a little surprised when he showed up at the end of four, because I was like, oh, okay, this is just confirming that. Yeah. Five's going to be insane. So, um, before we get into it, I want to say hi to the chat because I don't want to leave them behind because uh, I'm going to try to keep up on the chat while you guys are discussing because, <laughs> again, like you guys, I I know live action Star Wars and uh, I knew it like a steel trap when I was 17 when there was only three movies and two Ewok uh, adventures. <laughs> but as it expands and as things get bigger and grow, uh, I find myself like like not remembering like the name of every alien in the background of the cantina. There's so much that's been introduced in the Disney era and it's just harder for me to keep up. Um, (laughs) So, so I'm going to go ahead let's say hi to the chat. Uh, Rick is here. Uh, He's here. Uh, Jeremy Kelly, uh, my sister, Sarah, who's, who's watching Ahsoka and watching rebels for the first time. Awesome. As we speak, I think yeah. she's in season. She's just finishing up season two. Um, cool. I, I can't a little bit imagine, behind me and Liz. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody who hasn't seen Rebels uh, being like, "This is normal for Star Wars." I, is this? I is don't know. This, I got, I got, I got some thoughts. I got some. I got some thoughts. We'll get into it. Um, Papoloco.com is here. Uh, I think I need to add them to Blue Sky. They're, they they sent me a friend request. I'm pretty sure I accepted it, but um, oh, cool. hey, we're all three on Blue Sky as well. Yeah. So so uh, uh, Los is here. Let's go to some theme parks. Check out his channel. He covers you know well, theme parks. Uh, Lucha Johnny's here. Lucha Johnny uh, will be here next week with Kayla Thanks. Silva uh, yeah. from Geek the F Out. Uh, I believe that's at nine, right? Uh, my, yeah, it's a later one. I'm not working yeah. next Wednesday here. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a later start time. Uh, Scott D, D is here. Brick something. Brad Brooks, and there we go. That's All it. right, let's get in. Welcome this. everybody. Yeah, we there is so much in this episode. Like <laughs> I, it it got to like the halfway point, and I was like, okay, wow, cool. That was that was a back, packed full episode. Like and expecting it to end, and then it kept going. 
And I, I didn't do the thing where you check the runtime or anything like that. I was just like, okay, we're getting another scene. Oh, oh, we get, we get, we're doing all of this. And I was so pleasantly surprised that it, like, I would have been fine with like a, a World Between Worlds bottle episode, but the fact that we got so much more than that, I, I loved it. I ate it up. And then, yeah, it was literally it was on my second watch a few minutes ago that after like they get out of there. I, I checked, and that's that is literally just like halfway through the episode. It's right. it's crazy. So that's what happened yeah. to me. I was at a I was at a, a movie premiere last night. Uh, Paul Shut Brooks uh, uh, hunting hunting for the Hag. Um, fun movie, cool, great movie. They shot it in found footage movie. They shot in seven days, and it's great. Um, so I I caught the first half on my iPad <clears throat> on my iPad Mini. Went and did the went and did the the movie stuff did a q a after i moderated q a after it was crazy um and then woke up this morning and old school style <laughs> watched the last half in the morning um and uh uh, uh pretty much lost my mind lost- yeah what what a joy that second half was um we, we i think there's so much in this episode we're best off running through it like pretty chronologically we'll see yeah, we'll yeah see. Adam, what do you think of the episode? Oh uh, well, um, like like James was saying, like it, it felt a lot like the first episode in that it had a long run time and th- cool things kept happening. Where I yeah. was like, "This is too much cool stuff for like one episode." <laughs> like it's blowing how my many, mind. How many Twitter banners and Facebook banners did this episode right? provide? Yeah, I like, but I just want motion ones because of of like those shots, like those flickers, uh, yeah. uh like, yeah, like that. I mean, that's it's just gif fodder, isn't it? Like we've got the gif page oh, on yeah. uh, live action Star Wars. Oh, Ralph, I, have time. I know you're no, you're so busy at the moment, but like maybe maybe like next year sometime. Like they're they're already existing, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so I'm sure they're out there. a couple a couple takeaways just from the title, like. There, I'm pretty sure there's an episode of Clone Wars called Shadow Warrior, but it but it actually doesn't have much to do with this at all. I think it's a Jar Jar centric episode, but <laughs> I just thought that 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 was interesting. Um, but also, Shadow Warrior is the translation of Kagemusha, which is a Akira Kurosawa movie. Oh, cool! So, oh, okay. so we have the 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 Kurosawa tones, which. Uh, run throughout the series but then i thought after ahsoka the white showed up which we'll get into it, yeah. we kind of segued from like a akura kurosawa vibe to a miyazaki vibe you know, yeah 100 like percent up in the sky like so but but kagemusha was um i guess it's most well known as being the movie that akura kurosawa almost like committed suicide while making oh, wow. and George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola stepped in and helped um, produce it and finish it because I think he had run out of money and he was like wow. really in dire straits. So I um, have no it, idea. That's, yeah, it, that's really interesting. That really leans into the, like the legacy in this episode as well. And not that there's really a huge direct connection, but that movie ends with the quote unquote shadow warrior um, falling into a river and succumbing to his wounds in the water and the current carries his body away. So um, uh, somewhat of a, of a crossover with what we see Ahsoka go through here, but yeah, yeah, that, that stuck out to me immediately. Um, 
But then, yeah, have, have you noticed that Filoni now, I don't know if it's confidence in his ability or what, but uh, I noticed a lot of the scenes, especially towards the beginning of the episode, are much longer. Mm. And they really let you like soak in what's happening. Like we saw those red trees on the planet Cetos for like what felt like almost a solid minute of just that, going over the planet over. and yeah, like capturing the scale of everything really. I'll tell you what that reminded me a lot of. And it, again, it leans into the Ahsoka the White stuff. It's the, the intro to the two towers when you're sort of sweeping over the, the mountains. Ralph, I know that you're not a Lord of the Rings guy or anything, but like the beginning oh, of that film where, yeah, where they're sort of sweeping over the mountains and you're hearing uh, Gandalf fighting the Balrog and all of that. And yeah, it just true. gave me like big feel of that, especially second time around when I knew what was coming with the episode and the way that she was coming back. It's yeah. It, it really reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, that, the, the stuff about Curacao is fascinating that there's so much in this episode about the, the, the lineage, the legacy, obviously, like Yoda, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Ahsoka, Sabine. Um, it's a long, long lineage. And now, like, there was stuff in there as well, like, with Jason and the the amount of Force stuff that we get with Jason here. Yeah. I'm like, really in my mind, I'm like, yeah, 100%. Like, I love how much confidence they have in that character and in that yeah. kid, like, playing him. He's great. He's doing a really yeah. solid job. But I kept on thinking, I was like, Ezra's going to train this kid, isn't he? Like, and then like you can even trace Ezra's lineage back to Mace Windu. We don't, I don't think we know who trained Mace Windu, but like you got like Mace, Depper, Kanan, Ezra, now potentially Jason. And I was like, that's that's two lineages, two ways going down. Like it's wow, it's yeah, really interesting. And when you spell it out like that, I'm just now realizing that we're getting, you know, this is Obi Wan and Luke's relationship. We're getting it again with with Ezra and Jason, maybe, you know, like a guy maybe. who, you know, battled beside his father and, you know, so yeah, yeah that's, that's really interesting. Um, I, 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 it'd be cool. I don't know if they'll go that way at all. Um, it would be a way of having these characters still be Jedi and still trained, but sort of keeping them away from the Kylo of it all, like that we know is to come. Um, right. we don't know what they're doing. We don't know where they're, where they end up. Um, it's it's really interesting and yeah george being the the master or like uh, george sort of being the obi-wan i guess um and or the anakin even maybe who knows but with uh dave filoni being the the ahsoka in all of it and becoming now like the master in his own right like as you said yeah. finding his own confidence it's it's all it's all there if you're looking for it yeah yeah absolutely um, there's a, did you guys see the, uh, I guess it's a special, it felt like an extended YouTube clip that they released on Disney plus master and apprentice. Um, yeah. I just watched that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very much what it feels like. Yeah. Is, yeah. is, is George and, and Dave. And, and Favreau sort of straight up says it, doesn't he? He's like, yeah, George, George was the master and Dave was the apprentice. And now Dave is becoming the master in his own right. Sort of thing. It's, yeah, right. it's great. Um, it's, I mean, there's, there's always been parallels to the real world and with George's sort of legacy and stuff, it's always been right there. Um, say what you will. If you love Dave, great. If you don't, fine. Um, but he is following George's playbook. He, he, yeah. And this, this episode too, almost, um, I described it as someone, uh, immediately after is like, 
it's it's on the level of Attack of the Clones in the no Fs given category where it's just throwing like crazy stuff at you and really really a mix of what people <laughs> consider Star Wars, like all the flavors, the, the mm-hmm. prequel flavors, the you know, the post Return of the Jedi sequel trilogy flavors, the the animated, you know, rebels uh flavors and stuff. And it's just all there and I mean it's all presented equally. And yeah. I know people like that don't yeah, yeah, I know yeah, people that don't watch the animation may feel a little out of sorts, but I really appreciate that Dave is saying, no, you know, these things are canon, these things happened and they matter. And yeah. now I'm going to essentially flesh out, like, I mean, consider that we've never seen Ahsoka like blended in with the live live action side of the prequels, you know, like, but yeah, it yeah. was weird seeing it was it was it was a little bit jarring last week. Uh, this week it was it was still kind of weird watching uh, Hayden Christensen and Rosario Dawson as opposed to Ashley Eckstein and uh, Matt, Matt Lanter. 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 Yeah. Uh, and it's but it felt so right. And, and like, in, the like one so only quickly. thing I asked for, the only thing I asked for last week that actually came true this week, because I was saying like we're gonna see. The, we're going to see the mirrors. We're going to see. Uh, we're going to see Kanan, and we're going to see all this other stuff. Ezra, the live action version. I'm walking of Ezra away, Strong, like all of, yeah. away. All we're going to see the live action. We didn't see any of that, but we did get Clone Wars. Uh, you said it was Ryloth, I believe. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. first um, one was yeah, the Battle of Ryloth, Ryloth yeah. and then Mandalore. Seeing seeing Hayden Christensen, the live action version in the in sure, the Clone uh, Wars outfit. Yeah. It it. Uh, weirdly didn't feel jarring it felt like yeah. yes it's the and same it, character it, and the way he's, he's playing it as well like he's he's not just doing what he did in attack of the clones he's he's kind of playing it like matt lanter like he's he's taking right. his cues from that it's yeah it's really think, good i had so much time we're for gonna get a, i feel like we're gonna get a disney gallery and i don't know oh, if they'll do this because they didn't mention ashley Eckstein once in that uh, Master and Apprentice thing, she's she's mentioned. Um, uh, Dave Dave sort of says like we we cast Ashley Eckstein and she's great. Like we we love her. Yeah. Um, that was, but, but it was that was it. Do you think there's any consultation between Matt Lanter and uh, Hayden Christensen? Maybe. Do you think Do you think he was on set? Because I feel like you know Hayden Christensen created the role, but there's been so much of Anakin since then. Or I do don't you know. Think, if... Like maybe he did a deep dive into the Clone Wars series. Well, I know he's he's said several times, Hayden said that he he's watched the Clone Wars and really, you know, digs like everything that's done with the character in that mm. series and stuff. So I know I know um he's a fan and I'm sure he revisited it as he was getting back into the boots of, of Anakin, but I don't I don't know if he's taught directly to Matt. That would be interesting to know. But I mean we one- one Matt thing has was certain with some of the live action stuff. Like so yeah. you never know. Like yeah. he's been around. True. Um, one thing's for certain that Hayden is still like the king of lightsaber choreography. Like he's got it. Yeah. It's so I mean, effortless. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It looks so effortless. Like uh, also, by the way, I'm not sure who the actor is that played young Ahsoka. So it was wonderful. And her speaking of lightsaber. Well, Ralph, you've seen thing. her before. You've seen her before. Yeah. Um, okay. In the uh, infinity war and Endgame. She's the young um, Gamora. Gamora. 
Yeah, the, what yeah, did it Ari- cost? Everything like it's- Ariana Greenblatt. She was also in Barbie most recently. Okay. Uh, she's okay. America Ferrera's daughter in that cool. uh, movie. So, yeah, I thought she was great um, yeah. and really, really brought home. Because I think when you watch an animation, maybe it's a little different. I mean, she's being sort of a bratty teenager and, you know, using like nicknames like sky guy and stuff. But I don't think you really get the, the full impact of her being a child in the middle of the clone wars. Whereas child soldiers, it's, it's kind of up. Like it's yeah. As soon as you see her here in this huge battle next to Anakin, it's like, Oh, whoa. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. We're we're sending kids to war. Yeah. But her being not okay with it. Like yeah. from the jump, like like hey, like I'm a kid. Maybe I shouldn't be. This shouldn't be my training. He's like, well, this is your training. Yeah, like it's it's nuts. And I I don't specifically remember the Ryloth episodes, but I do know that there are times, and I think it probably is those ones where she is responsible. Like she's the one giving the orders. She says in this episode that this is one of our first missions. It wasn't. It was quite a way in. Like she's got the green lightsaber now. She's like she's not wearing the the like crop top thing like she's this is a little way into her training like um but this is when she's fully like commander tano and she's giving some orders and he gives some bad orders and she gets a lot of these clones killed so they don't show that here but that is sort of we're getting the, the the end of that where she's now presumably like back at the the base camp where she's dealing with though that guilt like that's why she sat by the the troopers sort of cut there and she's just like fuck i did this this is on yeah. me and anakin's the one who's just like yeah but you know why do we fall mr wayne like you gotta pick yourself back up like you've got to keep going like that's the lesson that he's well, trying to impart it's it's uh is it episode three where uh where at the beginning battle obi-wan tells anakin they're doing their job He's getting trained to say like, "Hey, listen, the clothes, the clones are created to be dispensable." Yeah. And when you show Ahsoka sitting next to a clone on a on a gurney, and seeing that clone reach out and grab her hand, like yeah, that up, moment's yeah. insane. Like storytelling wise, like these guys don't get empathy. Nobody no. gives the clones empathy, and here you have this character that does. She and always it's, has it's throughout the a, Clone Wars It's series. such a great moment. Um, and then we get, uh, is it Captain Rex? Rex is there. Is we, do see, yes. we do see Rex twice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think to break down these scenes a little, like the very first flashback with like the more purple background, I believe is the Battle of Teth, which is in oh. the, the Clone Wars theatrical movie. And that's where she said, this is one of our first battles. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, it seemed to look like that. And then it, it segued the colors changed. as well. Yep. yep. Yeah. The, the yeah. colors changed and segued into the battle of Ryloth, which yeah, I think is still season one. So she looks the same age in both of mm. those little flashbacks, but that's toward the end of season one. I think it was a three or four episode arc. Yeah. So it was a pretty big part uh, of the first season, but then, yeah, we go to Siege of Mandalore. We see Captain Rex. We see the Maul DeLoreans, which just yep. blew my mind. Yeah. I was not. And the, the clones that. with the, the Ahsoka paint. Like, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. All there. Like, they're there. Uh, um, yeah. We don't get to see Tem, but we do hear Tamora Morrison's voice. It's him, there right? a little bit. It's, it's, it's his Hume? voice. No, that's yeah, his, it's voice. his voice. Yeah, it's his voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I mean, as soon as we saw the the clone on the the gurney there, like with his face bandaged, I was like, okay, cool, right? They don't have Tem like to do this, like otherwise we'd right. have seen him then. Um, I wonder if they still have the assets from episode two and three. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you would think they do. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they might just not look up to snuff anymore. Like who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's been a while. But, but maybe you know with the WGA and the 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 actor strike going on and them talking about you know scanning yeah. actors to use them however they feel fit maybe they just decided maybe we wrap the face in bandages so yeah it also does get the message doing. across that this guy's messed up right now like we don't need yeah. to see them and also it's I mean, I want to get into sort of what all of this is because I don't think it's the world between worlds um, but I, I we we'll get there we'll get there. But I think it's not seeing their faces is key as well because they. Sh- this is sort of part of the lesson. This is part of what this Anakin is trying to teach. It's that it was warfare. You you kind of have to remove some of that empathy that you had for these clones. But Ahsoka could never do that. She she was always they were always people to her, and she's like from the yeah. beginning to the end of the Clone Wars that was always. Uh, one of her biggest fights was that these clones are there are men they're not just battle droids um so i think not seeing their faces making them sort of less human was intentional and with obi-wan saying they they're doing their job it shows you sort of the arrogance of the jedi in in episode at the beginning of episode three Mm -hmm. and how they sort of lost sight of being protectors of peace because i think that line's mentioned is it in this episode or the, the yeah where uh you know when he came when in, when obi-wan was training me from... we were yeah we were keepers of the peace yeah right and and you could see that's lost and it's i mean it's amazing seeing that sort of uh that training of obi-wan mm-hmm. being a bad influence on anakin and you get those flashes of anakin uh it, it, fighting with vader like you, those those yeah. images, those flashes of Vader in the shadow. I know it's it's kind of there. It's it feels like a Favreau thing where it just oh this looks cool. Like, I this looks like heavy metal Star Wars, awesome. But at the <laughs> same time, man, it, it was works. actually pretty cool. It and works. I feel like I feel like we've gotten to a place for those who watched Rebels and watched the episodes. Uh, I think it's season two or is it three with uh, Anakin or you know Darth Vader versus Ahsoka and End stuff. Of two. Yeah. Like I feel like we've earned this point. We've, you know, sure. and with with Filoni sort of the first episode of this series kind of feeling a little bit sort of uh deliberate in its pacing and this episode where you see the trees and you see the, you know, the ocean and hear the lightsaber sounds and stuff. Um everything makes it feel more earned. Mm. Like if you have the patience Yes, through this minute and not like skip through if you don't if you if you're not the, if you're the type of person that skips intro and skips well i usually skip the previous play on but the the skip intro which is like i don't know why they do it it's like 10 seconds long <laughs> yeah yeah right. it's <laughs> by the time the buttons popped up and you found your remote it's gone like what are you doing yeah 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 um but it's it's a nice reward it it, it gives you it gives you time to sort of like okay it's been a week Breathe, get back into this world. This is where we left off. Get in the right headspace because in a couple minutes we're gonna go apeshit. We're going all. We're, yeah, we're going in. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> literally, like, strap yourselves in because like shit's gonna get weird. So I mean, we even talked about like we're like okay. I'm assuming that 
Ahsoka is going to get on the pergo and, and, and that's how she's going to get there. It's the, clearly the only answer. Yeah. And um, it doesn't take away and from it, the moment. Doesn't take away from the moment. Like I welled up like at the end when they're flying past the, um, the new Republic ships. It was it was Kevin kind of doing his thing. It was yeah. the 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 reaction shots that we got from all of the the people, everyone in the like the guys in the X wings, the guys on the bridge, uh, the joy on Hera and Jason's faces as they're seeing it all happen. Like, what and got also, me. Yeah, like it what was got just me was the line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the line. The same reason, the same reason why I get emotional during Rogue One. It's not the explosion. It's it, it's partially the music i'm not going to say anything bad about the music but it's the line rogue one may the force be with you like that's when it's used right when it's used right it's there's just something about it isn't it and it obviously it's it's we are in the bag for it like we are as like diehard star wars fans like we're always gonna it's always gonna hit us but like I don't know about you guys. I'm sure that it probably does, but people will just like write it on birthday cards or whatever. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. I like, yeah, right, I like right. Star Wars. Cool. Like, that's really cute. Like, you know, I like Star Wars. Fine. Great. Whatever. But I'm just, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me in those moments. But when it's you're, used, you're like, when it's used right, I'll tell you what it a is. Situation like this. Yeah. It's Han Solo telling Luke in Star Wars, hey, Luke, may the force be with you. And Luke's like, you're pandering to a star wars guy uh <laughs> it's so like there, there's moments where yeah it's got to be it's got to be whatever michael giacchino did in rogue one and kevin kiner did in this at that moment that just like totally just like the best the best kind of emotional ma- manipulation and yeah. like yeah. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it whatsoever that's what good music in film and tv should do yeah. so james you 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 sort of hinted at it i want to kind of come back yeah. to it what is this place because i i think i agree with you that i'm not so sure it's the world between worlds simply because there were no portals nope there was there was no portals we there was no morai there was none of these indicators that we've seen i think i don't know exactly what it is i think it is a a state between death and life for Ahsoka. I think she is on the brink of death and he's in a dream, whatever it is, like some sort of dream state, some sort of forcey place. And I think that this is an Anakin post return of the Jedi who's died. So time is irrelevant. It means nothing. He's a force ghost. And so he's, he's appearing as this Anakin and various different Anakins. And that's why he's, he's sort of talking to her and he's giving her this lesson. That's why he's surprised to see her so soon. Cause he's like, you should be alive. Like what are you doing? This isn't your time. Essentially. This isn't your time to die now at, but you need a lesson. And as your teacher, I feel responsible for it. He's, he's come to a place where he's accepted who he is, but he's also accepted who he has been at different points in his life and in like that darkness. And so when, <laughs> When the lesson requires it, he's yeah. letting that part of him in to to help teach the lesson. But I do like uh, and that. I think the reason, you sorry, could... just just to finish off there, uh, the reason that we're seeing it as the world between worlds is because Ahsoka has been there. Like she's she's seen the world between worlds, and so for whatever reason, her dream state, her sort of place, has taken her there. Because last time she was on the brink of death, this is kind of how she survived it. Yeah. yeah. That's I like that. If this is if this is Anakin 
post Return of the Jedi dead, it is interesting to see him sort of still struggle. Yeah, with being Vader, like Vader's still there. Um, the moment where she loses her lightsabers and continues the fight by just dodging. Yep. Um, that's where my viewing overlapped when I when I finished watching yesterday. Oh, wow. I finished watching that fight, and when I started this morning, I continued. I rewatched that fight. Um, but just seeing her sort of like put both arms down to her side and just dodge his attacks, and then she grabs his lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, and again, and it's that thing. You can almost did. hear the, you can almost hear the emperor saying, "Strike him down, yeah, yeah. become more powerful." It's a temptation, and isn't it? It's, it's right there. It, and she tosses it over the side, the way Luke tosses his lightsaber. Um, and then you see his eyes go from Darth Vader red. It starts. It starts lightening up, and then he looks down and come back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, was just. Uh, it's it's I mean it was amazing and this is halfway through the episode yeah it's That's it's incredible thing. it's it's such a packed episode with stuff um yeah. I and it's it's that test it's this is her cave this is her like te- cave on Dagobah this is her uh Arcto like test this is yeah. Ahsoka's test she never got there because of That's... the way that her training went but this yeah. is exactly what this is That's what I was leaning into that Cetos uh is very clearly a planet that's strong with the force hence this ancient people that built yep. this temple there to yeah. you know collect its energy and or what have you the and Pergil seemed to migrate there the Pergil, some night system magic some stuff that it all works yeah. there. do they feed like, on the force do you think they feed on the force like it's strong with the force and they are they using uh, like metachlorians like baleen like through their floss <laughs> to floss their brush teeth like yeah. wild um you can I mean, really go I mean, deep into that whole scenario with Ahsoka being inside of it. And then you yeah. have this like midichlorian filled being inside of a pergil. And like, it kind of is tying into been- like what Lucas was talking about with his trilogy and how it was going to be this, like, you know, microscopic, the level, microscopic like, yeah. world of star yeah. Wars or whatever. But you know, like that sequence, like Anakin says that he's returned to finish Ahsoka's training and that the lesson is live or die, mm. which is a very Anakin lesson. <laughs> to of course, be he's, he's, he's a binary character, like for 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, ones in absolutes. you know, echoing what we were talking about with her throwing the lightsaber to her side and how that was like Luke. She did say, I won't fight you just like mm-hmm. Luke. And mm-hmm. Anakin said, I've heard that before. Um, so I, I took that in two ways. He's obviously, he's heard that from Luke and he's heard it from her um, in the temple. Like he, she doesn't want to fight Vader because when she realizes that it's Anakin, like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy about this? It's like, it was always tough to sort of think of uh, David Prowse, James Earl Jones as Darth Vader, and then Anakin being the same character. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode helped that a lot. Yeah, Like, even in the Clone Wars, Clone Wars Vader, the show, Vader isn't really mentioned. Uh, Rebels did a pretty good job. Uh, the Obi-Wan series did a good job of sort yep. of bringing those two characters together. I think uh, this makes the Obi-Wan series better. I think just having Hayden Christensen back as sort of a half, you know, where you see the mask broken off um, really started helping to bridge the cat, the gap between Hayden Christensen as Anakin and Darth Vader 
the character uh, uh, and yeah I don't even see a like, gap anymore like that's that's, that's, no, that's, it's, nice. that's what I'm saying yeah, when I was watching bad. this I'm like when they, when they did do those flashes I'm like okay they're really like implanting in my brain this image of Hayden Christensen's silhouette turning into Darth Vader like that yeah. episode one teaser poster poster yeah, um, yeah. and I, I think I'm, I'm totally all in and again I mentioned this on our, uh, our uh, Return of the Jedi episode I'm fully on board with Ghost Hayden Christensen yep. over Sebastian Shaw, uh, yep. uh, and um, because it is so much more his character now than it's ever been. Yeah. And um, this episode, I mean, I kind of I, I want to watch it again. I, it sucks that I because I, I was it. I was planning on watching it yesterday on the iPad and then this morning waking up early and just watching it again because I knew it was going to be crazy, but. It didn't work out for me, but I'm I'm probably gonna I might watch it again tonight. Um, and so I'm just trying to like in real time sort of reckon with the lesson itself um, because I, you know I have a note. She, oh, <laughs> I have a, of, of, of of all my notes I like I put a big block around that one because I was like I I this is what the lesson is for me. But yeah, yeah go, so, go ahead. So you know I choose to live throws the lightsaber away. It seems to me that the lesson is, you know, you were brought up in this world of death and destruction, essentially, you know, the clone wars, but this is not your legacy. You're more than a warrior. You know, you're a, you're a Jedi. You're meant to use these abilities for far more than, you know, fighting some, you know, some war, um, and it, you know, it also seemed to be that the the past it it's kind of almost echoing Ben Solo in a way. He he's not saying to you know kill the past or or whatever, but it it's definitely like acknowledge what happened, but move forward. You know, okay, don't wallow in regret, but sort of live for the future. Um, and that's ultimately what Ahsoka the White is, right? It's her being enlightened and reaching that next level of of realizing that just like Kanan when he was blinded, I think, that idea that, you know, oh, I've surpassed this idea of I'm just a guy with a laser sword, you know? Mm. Like, I, there's a deeper connection to the Force now uh, mm. happening. It's, I mean, the, the Gandalf parallels are yeah. more obvious and, and Dave has yeah. talked about them at length. Like he, he definitely sees that as Ahsoka's path. Like, and in, in the same way, she had to fall to be able to come back as this newer, better, stronger, more powerful, more enlightened, however you want to see it, however you want to like color it, like this version so, of Ahsoka. So I have a question. Um, and I mean, I don't know if you'll have the answer, but it's just something to think about. Um, at the end of Rebels, uh, we see uh, Sabine at the mural on Lothal, and Ahsoka shows up in the white garb. Yeah. In this show, we see Sabine at the mural. Ahsoka shows up in her regular gray uh, outfit. Mm-hmm. Are we going to actually get the scene from Rebels at the end of this? Are we going to see, you know, Sabine after this adventure return to Lothal where she she avoided kind of the 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 mural like she didn't show up to whatever 
Empire Day was or Fall mm. Day or whereas. Um, yeah. Is that how this series is going to end with a recreation of the actual scene with her in the White I, So that I people will... So. You don't think yeah, people I don't... will... I don't think so either because I just feel like we got so close to it already. You know, it was it's like a shot for shot, like like the, the tap on yeah, the. But it's like a change. Ezra it's an arc. Like... It shows. It shows the arc. It but shows... I feel like we got that in those first two episodes. Like the, she shows up twice, and it's we got that that same arc there uh, with us uh, with Sabine just embracing it, choosing to go on the the adventure, the call to adventure. Um, I think it was a case of Dave knew that he wanted to get to this point with Ahsoka, but didn't know he was going to be able to tell the story. Yeah, so he was yeah. he put the imagery there, whereas now mm. he's telling that story. Um, that's how I see it. Maybe I'll be wrong, mm. but we will see. Um, going back to the 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 lesson, the way I interpret it and the way I sort of saw it is again, yeah, you mentioned the the legacy there. Uh, I loved the line of uh, Ahsoka saying, um, "My legacy is that of death and destruction," and Anakin like being the one who's like, "No, it's." is more than that because i'm more than that it's anakin is more than death and destruction like he's that is 100 percent a part of who he is and was like and through the clone wars as like fighting for the light side and then into like the vader years when he was fully dark that was all death all destruction he was the literally the physical embodiment of that but he is more than that and it's embracing the fact that and understanding that yeah, despite the fact the last time he she saw him, that is what he was. Like, remember that there was more to him uh, than just that. And uh, like the lesson here, I think, and then the reason that we've seen this Ahsoka that is she's wary about training Sabine. She didn't want to train Grogu. She's more reserved. She is more stoic. However you want to sort of say it, and and that is out of fear, like the fear of what will become if she trains someone else the fear of what she could become herself because mm. of this legacy we saw it at the end of the clone wars um when she stepped away and she was like i don't feel comfortable being around the jedi again like i'm coming back because there's a, a thing that needs doing and then all the way through rebels when we see her in season two she is she is more like this um she's willing to sort of do some jedi stuff because there are jedi that need training but he won't be the one to train them so the lesson is like letting go of the fear that like is inherent with the dark side of it and embracing the light. Like, yeah, it's, it's like going, no, you can, you can still continue on, but you don't have to be fearful of becoming Anakin, but of Vader it's, it's embracing what Anakin could have been if he hadn't fallen. Um, Mm -hmm. Which I think is is always what's been said. It's like he was he was the best of us. He was the strongest, most powerful. <laughs> she could be. There's there's also something really interesting. Like in like we're talking about the cycle of like she was trained in this very specific time that is unlike any other time for the Jedi in mm-hmm. terms of how she was trained to essentially be a soldier first, and that's kind of all she knows, and so. Yeah it's interesting that her Padawan is a Mandalorian who is also someone who more or less is, you know, bred to be a soldier. Um, And I could see her um, hesitance in wanting to train someone like Grogu or, you know, because like we were saying, she hasn't had that Jedi trial moment of Mm. 
acknowledging that there's more than just, you know, lightsaber fights and, and stuff like that. But mm. and it, she, it's interesting too, a, like she never had a trial. Like I mean, and yeah. I feel like that cave the cave test for Luke, he failed his first attempt at it. Um yeah. And I feel like he got his sort of in the field of battle, like w- against the emperor when he does throw the, that was, again, that was the same yeah. trial like that embracing it. And it's then you're going, no, I'm going to lean more like, this is how I'm going to go. Um, yeah. She never got that. She, she'd already left before she had to have that bit. And uh, to continue the Lord of the Rings kind of connection, it, it, Balin's skull is like her Balrog. Like, yeah, Totally. The force of nature, knocking her like, off a, a cliff, yeah, um, and falling, uh, yeah, figuratively and literally, um, yeah. yeah. It's it's but, almost more reserved of Dave to not give him like a lightsaber whip, uh, like right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a version of this where I'm sure he thought about it. I bet there's some concept that where he's like, hmm, lightsaber whips have been a thing in, in the old EU. I could canonize right. them, but yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, she emerges on the other side of this profound moment um, as Ahsoka the White. And you, you can already see that she has this deeper connection to the Force and she's using abilities that yeah. maybe she hadn't used previously or maybe didn't come as easily to her. Like she's using the, um, uh, what's it called? Like the, the ability to like touch things and yeah, like, like the Quinlan Voss thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Get a um, sense of like their impressions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also like communing with the Pergil the way Ezra does. And so it's just like very cool to see her. She's, this is Neo when he's become the one. Like, you know? yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm trying I mean, to tell you is, is that when you're ready, you won't need to fight kind there of thing. Yeah. It's yeah. that idea you know and, like, and she gets there even in the world between worlds looking place where as you said she's just ducking and dodging yes. uh yes. she doesn't need those lightsabers anymore to do that um i'm you glad know, that like, she still if, has them though because they is she about to just like stop a bunch of laser bolts or something with her hand like neo <laughs> like that would be like yeah. insane but yeah. um that whole space whale sequence was just like such oh. a gift. And I know, yeah. again, some people who aren't super familiar that may feel yeah. like very out of left field, but man, like they do enough, they do enough like in dialogue with having Jason say, it's just like the stories you told me. Like it's, it's, there's enough in there where it is like his hand holding a little bit, but not like jamming it down your throat. Yeah. Carson Taver, why does, why are we trusting like this, this kid? Well, yeah. he, he sees, He's got abilities. His dad was a Jedi. Okay, cool. Get name drop, on. Our first name drop for Kanan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. first actual confirmation that it is his kid. Like, it was always just sort of implied heavily no. before. And like, he knows but... it's his kid. Yes. Um, or, uh, or rather, he knows that Kanan is his, his dad. The way it was kind uh, of talked about earlier in the, the show made me wonder, like, how much does he know? Like, does he know Kanan was a Jedi? Right. That kind of thing. But it's it's very obvious. He's, well, he's, I think it was Gizmodo... Gizmodo last week uh, posted a screenshot of a picture of what looks like Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Uh, on the dashboard of the ghost. That's so, awesome. I mean, it could be one of those things where it's like, he has, to, he has to ask what that is. Like, who's that guy on a photograph? Sure, is that the first yeah, time yeah. we've seen a photograph in Star Wars? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, I, so, I love it. And it just, it leans into like, Hera might be the best mum that we've seen in Star Wars, and Jason might be the best kid because there's like he doesn't have that 
plucky oh god it's the kid so he's gonna get himself in trouble by like trying to do the right thing but in the worst right. way it's like <laughs> when he needs to stand back he stands back when he needs to wait he'll wait but he's like hang on hang on like i've really got something important to say can you just listen to me for a second and hera yeah. does like she yeah. trusts him she trusts her kid and um, so it'll be interesting to see that relationship further develop with Chopper, who's an absolute menace to society. Absolutely. The fact that men, <laughs> the fact that Chopper is teamed up with like the sweetest, most like patient and, you know, like um, obedient kid ever is hilarious. Like yeah. he's going to get him into so much trouble. I mean, maybe it's a case of whenever he stepped out alone when he was younger, Chopper would just zap him or something. Like it could also be true. like, like it, <laughs> Hera didn't need to slap her kid because Chopper was there. He just did it when she wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you like? What do you think are the ramifications of this? I mean, going into because we have three more episodes, right? Mm. So, um, we've jumped into hyperspace, and next week we are going to a galaxy far far away further maybe. further away or yeah. maybe a little bit closer we don't know yeah. um <laughs> imagine imagine if they just shit the bed and they show up to earth just imagine <laughs> like the masters <laughs> of the universe movie they're just like eating it's fried chicken awesome. and yeah what if they just undo everything that they've done oh uh, you know, know the people I'm there's probably for... the people like be like oh it'll be the marvel universe or something i was like oh yeah God, uh, i no. i'm I'm looking forward to some weird stuff. Scott D brings up something. I don't know if this is a theory that anybody's mentioned before. Uh, do you think this is where the Yoda species is from? Hey, I, it, I'd love it. I think that's a great why idea. Not? Maybe not this bit, but like an but, extra galactic species. Like, I, why? Why I, not? Because I feel like Yoda's like the ultimate Jedi master, mm-hmm. and I feel like the ultimate Jedi master would have been able to master the Force and talk to the Purgle to get here in the first place. George has kind of always said he would never do the sort Yoda of story, the Yoda story, the history Yoda, because you know it's not going to be you know what anybody would. You, they couldn't come up with anything better than anybody has thought of it would be like a disappointment right. and stuff it's um, the ultimate uh, like grogu don't, don't tell us yeah grogu was clearly cloned from yoda somehow um if you if you look at what pershing's doing and all that stuff i be, i'm pretty sure unless it's yaddle's kid i don't i don't see that but the way the way pershing was working with uh, the kaminoans kaminoans um yeah it's really so, i mean but I mean, like, like if we get to a planet and it's just got a bunch of Yodas, uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. Because here's the thing. Like, I had expectations of what this episode was going to have in it. None of it happened. With yeah. the exception of seeing Anakin in the armor, which is amazing. And it does look like Vader's armor. Um, Even more so when you see it in live action, right? Like, it just, but, it just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't bend and stretch like the animated version. Like it's <laughs> yeah. like it's it's Vader's armor, but um, I, I'm really expecting things to be weird. If you're going to promise this other galaxy over the course of five episodes, and the last shot is them pretty much going into the unknown with the spinning starfield and stuff. Like, let's I I, I want it to be let's nuts. get weird with it. Yeah, but not not Earth. Not no. Earth, but let's get weird. Yeah. I, I'm i expecting some weird space nebula stuff, like some cool visuals. 
like that and then our planet um I, I i hope it's weird i hope it looks even more alien than some of the places that we've seen before but i have no idea i don't want to yeah, set any expectations do. but i have no idea um i don't think they'll be I'm there for long sort of wondering i'm sort of wondering if the ancient people morgan elsbeth is referring to is actually the night sisters Mm-hmm. And that is why she maybe has a connection in this story working with Thrawn and whatnot. Because, you know, we know that the Night Sisters were on Dathomir, but Dathomir is a planet that's super, it's like super strong in the dark side of the Force, right? Yeah, it's and like Nexus, isn't it? Yeah. It's, our, it's like home to the Zabrak species and stuff. But I don't know necessarily if we know that, like, the night sisters originate there or if they just sought out that planet because it was so strong in the dark side of the force and what have you. So even in this show, we know that they've been elsewhere as well. Like they had outposts in different places. Yeah. Right. So like she, her character is presented as a survivor and sort of like the last night sister, you know, could she be Mm -hmm. wanting to go back to this other galaxy to find more night sisters? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. Or does Balin know something about what else is there? Because he's saying that he's serving a greater good. Right. What is that greater good that he feels like he's serving? Because I is really he... don't think it's Thrawn. Like, I think yeah, he's no, serving... is he seen is he seeing the First Order? You know, like Maybe, is he that yeah. far into the the future? Like, um, but also, you know, if you think about okay, so the very first planet that Ahsoka goes to to get the map itself. Mm-hmm. I think they say that it was a night sister, like yeah, it was a, it was an outpost, yeah, it was something, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. if the map is a is a night sister type relic and it's going to this galaxy, then that galaxy must be important to the night sisters in general. I would Definitely. think so. The the but, species that are in that in that temple as well, like on the murals and stuff, they look quite similar to the Zepho from the Jedi Survivor and uh, yeah. those games, like those, yeah. So and also they kind were of a Mother Towson kind of vibe, like just Definitely. like and 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 a bit of like the uh, Mortis gods as well. Like there's there's yeah. hints that it could be any of these different things or related to some of them. Like yeah, yeah, man. I yeah. There, are, there, there are there are definitely older, more ancient species, uh, cultures, everything that we haven't seen too much of that could be referenced, or they could all just be like red herrings, and we get something completely different. Um, yeah, yeah I it's, don't know. I don't think I don't wild. think they're there for nearly a decade without some interaction with other beings. I I don't think yeah. that would be very Star Wars. It's not just going to be like a, a really long chess game between Thrawn and Ezra. I don't think that's how they they spent their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think they'll be there for long. I do think like we'll get them there, and then I think uh, Thrawn is back, probably coming back. Those shots that we've seen in the trailer of Thrawn, I think they're the end of next episode. Um, yeah. So that we've got two episodes of completely nothing. Um, yeah. And then, I, I don't think we're going to see Hera mm. until they're back. Um, right. Which maybe means not until they know Zeb. No Zeb. Uh, maybe, maybe at the very end of this series, we get a tease of Hera, mm. uh, a dis, uh, like a dis, not disavowed necessarily, but like a, a discredited Hera loses her general title. Uh, but then Mon Mothma is like, Actually, Hera, I've 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 got something for you. It's not on the books. It's it's a rogue squadron. 
Um, and Carson Tava joins her, and she's running Rogue Squadron, and James is a very happy boy. All right. Zeb is there, right, Zeb is there and they're standing in front of the mural, in front of their... You get the whole Rebels crew, Force Ghost Kanan, yeah. and everybody <laughs> cheers. And yeah. Ahsoka shows up with her with her owl with her owl and with more yeah, yeah. Now here's a question: Do you think we've seen the last of Anakin? Is this it, or is he going to show up again? It was really strong. It was really ah. strong. I don't. I, I think. I think the amount of Anakin we got this episode really tied me over for a really long time. I don't yeah. think you need to be Anakin into the ground um, because if he starts showing up a whole bunch. Then why yeah, we, isn't he showing up in Last Jedi? Why isn't he there with you know Luke? Um, that was kind of always my argument about the sequel trilogy, but that's mm. that. <laughs> I I um, love I love the way that we saw him this week. I again yeah. I don't think we need to. If we do, is I've got faith that they do it right and at the right time. Um, it'd be cool, but I don't think I do feel I like there's think. there's potential for a Force Ghost Anakin to appear to Ahsoka to sort of like acknowledge whatever the circumstances are that, you know, she did it. Or a voice that guides her. Yeah. 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 That'd be interesting. Um, I, I'd love uh, Jason to hear uh, some free Prince junior voice. Um, That'd be great, man. Um, All of this stuff could be like last episode stuff. Like it's the, it's just celebration episode. Like if, if they do it, if they go out on a high um, this, this season could very well end on a quite a dark tone. I think, um, I did see something I think that, so too. During, the, during the week where they were saying like this, this show really is sort of in terms of story is demanding of a season two. But, um, so. so I've been, I've been, this is one of the problems I've been having with like Andor and Obi-Wan is we know the outcomes of the characters. Um, what's great about this series is we don't. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. Just, the Despite story. being in between trilogies, we don't know exactly what. Yeah. Happened. yeah. Uh, all these, all these characters are kind of up in the air, even mm-hmm. like Mon Mothma. We don't know what happens to her. Yeah. Um, well, you're probably doing books. Blood, blood, bloodline's uh, got some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, so um, so that has me excited. Everything's up in the air. It's all it's all uh, unknown, mm-hmm. and so I find it to be more intriguing than Andor in that fact. Like Andor's Andor is interesting from characters and story and stuff. This is like interesting because I just I don't know. I don't it's know. It's really happen. opening up a new future for the yeah. franchise you know by yeah. to me by acknowledging all of the great stuff that dave has brought to the franchise in animation and and sort of um widening the scope on what star wars is and what star wars can be and now we're seeing that integrated in live action i think it's just very exciting because uh, for me the sequel trilogy like i'm fine with it and i i like those movies but i think they don't push enough mm-hmm. past what we know is star wars you know oh star killer base it's another death star and all oh, the battle of crate it's like the battle of hoth and there's you know there's uh the snoke's throne room and you know uh, we've seen all of these sequences before and they're they're not really introducing new concepts to star mm-hmm. wars really this but they're doing but their remix really it, yeah. blowing things open i know some people may have issue with the world between worlds and what that could potentially mean for star wars but it's not time travel agreed uh so you know never I has think, been uh it's just so cool to see these elements weaved into the larger tapestry i guess of star wars storytelling and you know 
whether it's a season two of Ahsoka or it's Filoni's movie, I mean, what is Filoni's movie is like what I'm most excited about right yeah. now because at the moment, I mean, based off of this show, hundred percent, yeah, with you. yeah, yeah, because well, like the only thing like, that last year, like mid mid like Mandalorian seasons and stuff like that, I'm like cool, it'll happen and I I'll enjoy it and it'll be great. Like, but now, like because of this show, I'm like, give it to me, like I want that yeah. one, like more than anything. It's the only it's the only movie they've announced that feels like it's actually going to show up. Like hundred percent will happen. True. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if Dave. I assume that he's in the guilds and everything, but like George is sort of checking history with guilds and stuff like that. Like, there's there's a chance that if if he isn't, I you'd probably know better than I am, Adam. Uh, but like, if he's not, he could be working away on this like quietly in the background already. Like, true. Um, I don't know. I don't know his his standings with any of this stuff, but maybe. Yeah, I'm kind of don't want an Ahsoka season two. I'm kind of. I don't. I'm not. I'm Let it be the Air to the Empire movie. Like, Let's like, go. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into it. Um, yeah, I think so a lot of it comes down to when they want to do that movie. Um, yeah. Well, and when they can do the movie. That's the, that's yeah. The strikes. Want to slash yeah. can like all of that. Yeah. And you um, know, we also we still have Skeleton Crew, which sounds like it push. may also yeah uh involves some elements of this other galaxy, and so I guess it really he has to catch everybody up. Everybody has yeah. to be caught up to the same level before you jump to the movie. So, you know, that might be part of the discussion of is Ahsoka going to get a second season or is it going to be a movie kind of thing? Well, that's because- it. Or, yeah, like when do we do another second season before the movie? Or Right. Because I think at the moment, like, this, again, this is also like in flux at the moment, but I think it's like a, a skeleton crew and then a fourth season of Mando and then the movie was like mm. the plan. But the way that Mando season three ended, I was like, you can go straight from that to the movie. Like you can have Din and Grogu just chill. Like yeah. they're, they're on their ranch right now. Like they're mm. having a great time. Leave them, leave them there. Leave them happy for a little while. Let's get you to said the a movie. Bo-Katan, you said a Bo-Katan in a place where she can do the on your left in the movie where they Sorry. all show up unified. And Boba Fett's your talent card. Like Boba Fett's over yeah. there, like doing his thing Hot with the smugglers and all the cob- yeah, all the like the I'm just the ready. I'm just ready little... for a movie. It's been so right. long since we got a movie. I like the last movie that came out. Uh, a lot yeah. of people didn't, uh, so I'm sure they're clamoring to get a, a, a movie. You know, out there that, that was gonna, the Rise you know, of Skywalker, right? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's dancing but, around. I mean, <laughs> it's been it's been a long time. It's been a it long has. time. Um, and as much as I love Star Wars series, nothing beats sitting down in a theater and seeing Star Wars. And I know some people got to do that for this. I didn't get a chance to do that. Did you go? No. I was, tem- I was tempted. No. I was tempted to go up to London last night, but it's it's a you know it's a 140 mile round trip and then i've still got to pay to be in london which is you know that's basically a weekend away anywhere else um yeah, just for one night uh, well, i don't know we don't use them we <laughs> oh you don't i don't no, know no don't england's know. stupid we have a weird mix um yeah we're all miles um miles pints and then like centiliters and <laughs> milliliters and stuff we we don't know what we want on our stupid little island um yeah mm. James, um, are you in a rush to get to work? I, I gotta go. <laughs> so, okay. um, so yeah. we can wrap it up. I think we okay. can wrap it up. I've, 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 I, I, I'm assuming everybody loved the episode. I thought I was like, I was setting myself to to be like, yeah, it can't be that. How great can it actually be? I know we have Adam, and he's got some sort of sixth sense when it comes to <laughs> when to be on our show. But I'm like, can it really be that that great? And 
holy crap it was and yeah. especially coming off of last week where i was like oh this is the best star wars i've seen in a very long time uh nothing's gonna top it and then i here i am bawling at the end of this episode because uh, uh a lady in green makeup so fucking cool. <laughs> said may the force be with you and i just lost it yeah, yeah. It, it's it's yeah insanity um do i have I do not have a banner for Adam, but um, all of Adam's info is down below in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, Substack, you're still doing that. You're getting into weird yeah. stuff on there. I'm uh, loving it at the moment. It's, it's kind of scaring me. <laughs> yeah. want, the, the last one you did was the 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 death message or something. I don't know. I was like, the yeah, like, ghost tape number ten. Yeah, yeah. It's you're it's digging into your, your horror side of things, that. and it's it's fun. Yeah, fun. yeah. 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 I don't know. I just, you know, 20 years of writing about movies kind of feel like I don't have as much to say about them at the moment. And Star Wars, I think I'd really like to keep just as like something I'm super passionate about and keep it fun because once it becomes a job, it's not as fun. And so, yeah, I'm just writing about the weirdest, weirdest stuff that interests me over there. So, do number, I'll, I'll, I'll read something on number stations. If you ever hit those, those <laughs> weird, those weird me out, man. Yeah. Those weird me out. Um, all right. I'm going to say uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Thank you, Adam, for joining us again. I'm sure we'll see you uh, for the next series. Yes. Um, if you are a podcaster out there, who's not a white dude with a beard, please, please hit us up. We've been reaching out to everybody. Uh, we, we need more female perspectives on the show. Next week, we're going to have Kayla and Johnny from Geek the F Out. So that'll be great. Uh, we'll be starting an hour and a half later for that so that they can get rest because Kayla's on the West Coast as well. So it's a little bit tougher to, to get in there. Yeah, um, we reached out to a few people and they they aren't podcasting. A lot. Um, a lot. Like uh, over the strikes and everything, that's that's how they're sharing support. So respect yeah. to that. Like you can't fault that yeah. as, a, as a reason. Um, but we're doing nothing. We still support the strikes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, right. I've really, I gotta run. I gotta run. So, guys, um, all right. <laughs> uh, don't give it to hate. Celebrate the love. Punch it.